Welcome to the Keto Lifestyle Podcast hosted by nutritional coach Jessica Tai, where we are dedicated to promoting health and overall well-being through nutrition, specifically the ketogenic diet. We will provide you with all the latest science in nutrition, interviews with experts in the health and wellness field, and answer all your burning questions so you can find optimal health. This podcast is not intended to be used as medical advice and is to be used for informational purposes only. Please contact your doctor with any and all medical questions. Now here's Jessica. Hello, Keto Lifestyle listeners. This is your host, Jessica Tai, and I'm super excited that today is our 60th episode of the podcast. So episode 60, and we have a great guest for you today. I've got an interview to share with you guys with a fellow ketogenic coach and a lifestyler herself. Uh, her name is Kate, and we're going to hear that interview with her in just a few moments, but I kind of wanted to catch you guys up. Um, this podcast is quite a bit late, like over a week late, <laughs> so I had some major, major technology issues this past week. Um, I record, well, my laptop is a MacBook Pro or was a MacBook Pro and I record everything on there. Um, all of my podcasts, all of my interviews, uh, everything that I, everything is on there. All my mixing stuff, everything. And it just died. And when I say die, I mean like it is dead. It's in the laptop graveyard, like done. So I took it into our um, laptop guys that we, our computer guys that work on all of our Apple stuff, and they were like, uh, there's nothing we can do. Like, we could probably resurrect it, and it'll cost you more than it would to just, than the machine's even worth. So I was so disappointed. We worked uh, over a week just getting all of my information saved from the hard drive on that computer and had to put it onto an external hard drive that I am now using with uh, this new Mac. So um, so it took a while to get all of that stuff going, and thank God they were able to save this interview um, that I'm going to share with you today because I was so sad. I thought, oh my gosh, oh no. So lesson learned. Um, I am really one of the worst people on the planet for backing things up, and my husband can testify to that. He gets very frustrated with me. He's always like, did you save that? Did you put that on the cloud? Is that... And the truth truth is, I think the it just comes down to it's so complicated to me, and maybe it's really not that complicated, but it's just something that I have a hard time understanding, so I... I just don't mess with all of that stuff. I like I don't want to know because then it's something else I have to store in my brain, I think. So, so anyway, lesson learned because I did not back those things up and it should have been very easy for me to be able to uh, access all of that and it was not because I didn't have it backed up. And thank God we were able to save everything. I don't think I lost any information in this um, debacle, but I lost a lot of time. And had I backed everything up, I would have been able to just use my husband's MacBook and could have uh, moved forward with everything, but I didn't. So uh, you live and you learn, even at 40. <laughs> so 
Um, okay, so moving on. So I just wanted to, a couple of quick announcements. Um, I guess really only one, the only real uh, big announcement that I have, or I don't even know if it's big, but the only thing I have is I do have, I am introducing into my coaching lineup a specific keto coaching uh, program that I have not offered in the past. I mean, I've done keto, you know, I do keto coaching with people, but I didn't have a program specific to keto. And I had so many people asking about having that uh, as an option. And instead of just the nutritional therapy, uh, parts of everything. So in addition to my nutritional therapy practitioner lineup of coaching, um, which is a lot more in depth and, um, you know, it just, there's just a lot more to it. I have added a little bit, um, more simpler, a couple of options actually that are a little bit more simpler, uh, for those of you who are just specifically looking for keto coaching or something that will just help you kind of get on the right path and you don't really want to dive into the nutritional therapy. So I'm trying to, um, <laughs> not go as deep. It's hard. It's hard when you know, um, so many different things about nutrition and, and whatnot, and you just really want to dive into that with people. But I understand that not everyone is there. And sometimes you just want to just kind of get started and whether that's keto or whatever that is, and then maybe you're willing to do a, a deeper dive down the road. And so I want to be able to offer that to people. So if you are interested in uh, keto coaching uh, or kind of a, a lighter coaching program, I've got like a lighter coaching program that's a one month program. It and just um, just kind of more focused toward um, keto in general. And, you know, we work a lot in my coaching on mindset and giving you tools to be able to change your habits and kind of change the way that you're thinking about things and doing things. You know, my goal is to not have you on another diet. Um, my goal is to help teach you a new way of living, a new lifestyle, um, because that's where the real change is going to happen and going to stick is when you have the tools that you need that you are never going to be starting another diet again. Um, I don't want you to have to do that. And, you know, there's, there's nothing more frustrating than, uh, you know, feeling like you have to start another diet or, you know, well, I'll do better. You know, I'm going to have to start tomorrow cause I blew it today or, you know, all those types of things and just the self-talk and the mindset. So we really, really work a lot on that. I give you a lot of tools to be able to help yourself through that. And so my kind of lighter programs focus a lot on that. They focus on helping you with meal swaps, meal planning, um, just kind of helping give you the tools that you need to make some new habits and, um, form some new routines in your life, some tools to help you when you're in those kind of more difficult situations that tend to trip people up, like travel, vacation, going out with friends. Um, you know, what do you do when you're at a sporting event and, and you're, you know, those types of things. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, if you're interested in that, uh, please feel free to send me an email and that is jessica at jessicatai.com. You can send me an email and we can schedule a free 15 minute phone call where we can kind of talk through some of the options that, um, that I have. And then we can see if we'd be a good fit. Um, cause I definitely want to make sure 
sure that that you feel like I'd be a good fit for you and vice versa, because um, I think this is just super important to make sure that you are working one-on-one with someone that is really going to be able to help you out. So you know, I want to be that person for you, but I also know that I am not the right coach for everyone and that's okay. So, um, I love to do those phone calls so we can kind of figure that out. All right. So that's all I have for that. And, um, so without further delay, let's get into this interview for you guys today. So, um, my guest is Kate and she is, um, Kate with, uh, with straight up, uh, health is it straight up health. I should know this. I, straight up wellness. I was like, straight up wealth. Health does not sound right. Um, straight up wellness podcast. So um, she is a podcaster as well. She is also at Ketogenic Living One Hundred and One, and I will have links to all of this in the show notes for you. Um, but she is a keto coach, and she has a lot of actually a lot of certifications that she does. Um, so Kate is certified in everything from the Institute of Nutritional Leadership to Beach Body Live to P90X. Oh man, I remember the P90X stuff. Derek and I used to tear it up with P90X. <laughs> um, after training and coaching clients for nearly a decade, Kate discovered that her clients got the most amazing results when they were able to focus on the big picture of their wellness, not just diet or exercise, but also mindset, strength, community, and more. That's when Kate set out to revolutionize how people approach weight loss and fitness. She's now changing thousands of lives while also raising her three amazing daughters in Southern Florida. Kate's experience, training, and passion are all about getting results for busy women, not just in the terms of fat loss, but also by improving their overall quality of life. So she is certified in AFAA group exercise. She is a certified spinning instructor. She does Beachbody Live, a certified instructor. She is Insanity Live, master trainer, nutrition certificate from the Institute of Nutritional Leadership. Basically, if it is health, wellness, nutrition, exercise related, I think Kate probably has a handle on it. (laughs) So um, I really think you'll enjoy this interview. I talked to Kate probably more than an hour longer than is actually on this cut for the show today. And we just really hit it off. She's uh, just lines up so well with um, what I believe. And it's just really great to connect with her as a mom and as a nutritional coach and, um, you know, a fellow keto uh, lifestyle advocate. So I think you're going to really enjoy listening to Kate today and some of the things she has to say. And if you like what you hear here today on Keto Lifestyle, then I do really urge you to head over to Straight Up Wellness Podcast on iTunes and listen to her podcast there. She has some great guests on there and I think you'll really enjoy her podcast. So um, also want to mention before we get started here that about halfway through, I had some difficulties, it seems, with the recording of this. Uh, my mic sounds great all the way through, but for some reason, hers begins to sound a little bit hollowed out. So um, not sure exactly what went on there, if it was on her end or my end, but I apologize for that up front. I think it's still um, fine to listen to, but it does get a little bit more more difficult to kind of hear her just, or it just sounds a little bit different, um, as we go through the podcast. So I apologize for that, but definitely worth the listen anyway. So let me introduce you all to Kate. 
All right, Kate, welcome to Keto Lifestyle Podcast. I'm so happy to have you today. We have Kate Hadamio with Ketogenic Living 101. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks, Jessica. And that was totally like the best pronunciation of my last name for someone that like, you know, doesn't actually know me personally. <laughs> that's awesome. Hadamio, I actually, that's pretty cool. So what it's is that? Cool. What? It's Colombian. So Colombian. my husband is uh, is from Colombia, and my maiden name is Bay. So like my parents <laughs> still can't pronounce our last name. Right. That's yeah. so funny. I love that. That is a oh, super thanks. cool name, Hadamio. <laughs> Okay, well, um, so why don't you kind of tell me, since you're right, I don't know you very well, so let's, um, although we've had a really nice chat up until our recording, <laughs> I think we have a lot in common, which is great, yeah. but um, if you can kind of tell the listeners um, who you are and kind of uh, what Ketogenic Living 101 is and kind of how you came to this whole keto world. Yeah, awesome. I'd be glad to, and thanks for the opportunity. Yeah. So I am the founder of Ketogenic Living 101, and I've created the Ketogenic Living 101 and 102 programs and founded the Ketogenic Living Coach Certification Program. Mm -hmm. So I came to this like crazy fat-fueled world and way of living like from the perspective that most of us do, eating small meals throughout the day, eating low-fat, eating low-calories, and working out like crazy, mm. right? I mean, we kind of all were brainwashed into believing that that's just how you got to eat and live. It's funny you that you, fit. it's funny that you use that word. Cause as you were describing that, I thought, my gosh, that literally that's everybody I talk to says the exact same thing, including myself. And it's like a brainwash, like totally, literally it's the six meals a day and work out like a maniac and can keep your fat low. Like you can yeah. have all the Skittles you want because they're fat free. <laughs> like yeah. it's just insane. It was wild. Yeah. I mean like in those six small meals a day, I don't know about you, but I was always hungry yes. and I was always thinking about my next meal. And it's funny when I hear people say, oh, well, I like eating six meals and to each their own, but oh, I like eating six meals because I'm always thinking about what I'm going to eat next. Yeah. And that's the thing though. I think it is, is it's maybe, I mean, yes, there are times that I would really be hungry because you're eating low fat and you're like never yeah. satisfied. But at the same time, I don't even know when you're eating that many meals a day, if you really even know what hunger is, it's like you're just programmed to want to graze all day. Graze. You yeah, know? exactly. I hear that from people all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I just like to graze. I'm like, well, that's because you're never completely full and yes, satisfied. Right. Yeah. Um, and oh my gosh, I used to work out like mad. Mm -hmm. I used to hate the gym until I worked for the Chamber of Commerce in Philadelphia and we had a membership to like the best gym in the city. Um, and I started taking spin classes and I was like, Oh my God, like dark room, loud music yeah. on a bike, getting sweaty. I've totally found my home. Yeah. Um, and, and so I became a, I became a spin instructor. Cause I was like, if I fail at everything else in the world, I will make it. As a class <laughs> like, I can yell at people. I like loud music. It's all good. That's funny. Um, so I was teaching and, uh, after the birth of my first daughter, I didn't, I didn't go back to work. I stayed home with her mm -hmm. so that I became like a career instructor and I got certified in like a bunch of other formats. Um, I was a master trainer for insanity and P90X. So I trained the trainers for those formats, which was pretty cool. But I mean, working out like mad. Um, in fact, my, when I was pregnant with my second daughter, 
Um, the kind of running joke was I will probably go into labor on the spin bike. I didn't, it didn't happen, but I did spin like two days before she was born on my due date. That's funny. So when I was pregnant with my second, like our, my first one, of course I was like probably most pregnant moms. I I want to do everything by the book and I was so careful and so whatever, but my second one, so I'm a huge sand volleyball, um, fan and player. My husband and I have played for a year, 20, 25 years, but I played and actually my, my girlfriend who played on the uh, co-ed quad with us team that we played on, we were both pregnant at the same time. And we literally played up until like a couple of weeks before we gave birth and sand volleyball when you're that pregnant is like, (laughs) that's like a serious feat. But our guys would, uh, we always played the, you know, we, we kind of play the sides and the guys would always block us in case somebody was, because we were very competitive. We kind of felt like it was yeah. our competitive edge, though, because the other team didn't really want to hit at us because they're like, yeah. oh, my gosh, they're pregnant. They're so yeah. pregnant. <laughs> totally an advantage. They're like, oh, no. Right. <laughs> You're like winning the games. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, so um, you're spinning your way to giving birth. <laughs> I, You know what, though? Like, looking back on it, um, because, you know, I was, like, back at the gym then under two weeks after giving birth that time. Wow. Um, and it was good for me in one way because I was, I, I had a little postpartum mm-hmm. depression with that one. Um, so it was good to be like, kind of like back and into a routine and around other people and obviously exercise releases endorphins, but it was definitely too soon. And even though I, I had two healthy pregnancies, I didn't gain a ton of weight with mm-hmm. either of them. Um, but I know that I did some damage to like my core muscles, mm, yes. both from working out really hard when mm-hmm. I was pregnant. Um, and then going right back into it. I mean, I think like, uh, sorry for the TMI, but like it was only until my daughter is three and a half. Um, and I feel like it was only up until, you know, maybe six months ago or so that I finally stopped like peeing when I was jumping. Like, oh yeah. Know, like, well, I mean, I totally relate. And that, yeah. I think that happens to a lot of us. And like you're saying, because we push it too hard because we think that's what we have to do because God forbid that we like take some time to, to relax and like take care of our kids. And if we had known, or at least myself, if I had known how to eat properly, then it would have been so much easier on myself. But here I am stuffing myself full of grains and things that I shouldn't have been eating, carbs, sugar, and thinking that in order to burn that off, quote unquote, I have to go kill myself at the gym after giving birth two weeks ago. Yeah, and, that's exactly right. Yeah, and and I it's terrible on your body. It, it is bad. And I think, you know, being kind of in this like client facing fitness role too, I, I felt the pressure of bouncing back fast and mm-hmm. then being able to like document it on social, right. you know, like, Oh, look at my little body when I'm pregnant. Oh, look at me after birth and back at the gym and everything. And it's, it, it's unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest, you know, yeah. for most moms and for, I can tell you, like, I definitely, I damaged my core muscles. I damaged my pelvic floor and mm-hmm. for what? So I could right. just snap pictures and, and post them on like Facebook and Instagram and be like, look how quickly I bounced back. Right. Who cares? Yeah. Right. You know, um, in in I wish that I would have discovered keto earlier on, like, you know, during my pregnancies. Um, mm-hmm. Again, like I didn't, it's not like I gained a lot of weight or anything. I stayed fit, but it was because I stayed so active. Um, but I was still eating like lots of can, lot chocolate, lots of mm, chocolate yeah. and anything sweet. I don't know if it has to do with, you know, 
carrying girls and the, that old wives tale about, you know, you crave sweet with girls and salty with boys. Right. Um, or just the fact that, you know, I'm originally from Hershey, Pennsylvania, and it's just always <laughs> been something that I grew up with. Yeah. But man, like I, I ate for the most part, like pretty well, you know, I ate mm-hmm. vegetables and like low fat and grains and things that we're told to eat. But I also still ate like bags of candy. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Um, I did the same thing because it was fat free. So yes, that was fine, that. right? I could sit and down on the couch and, you know, breastfeed while I'm eating my Twizzlers because yeah, exactly. they were fat free. It was like free food. Yeah. And also, right. And because of the breastfeeding thing, I was like, oh, well, I need 500 extra calories a day. Exactly. I mean, just, ah, I know. Um, And I, and I've talked to, you know what? I actually just stopped nursing my daughter, like again, like six months ago and Mm -hmm. she was three, like three and some change. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had already, you know, been keto for a couple of years at that point. So, um, cause I get that question a lot. Like, is it, is keto okay for breastfeeding? I'm like, well, I mean, works for me. Right. (laughs) (laughs) No one seems to have a small supply. Um, but it was. It was, you know, Irie was, you know, a few months old and, um, I'd finally decided that I wanted to pursue a, like more nutrition studies because at this point I was kind of like self-taught or, mm-hmm. you know, I was affiliated with direct sales company and, and I was just kind of learning what, what they were telling us. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I just feel like, I feel like a fraud right now. Like, I feel like I actually need to know more things. Yeah. Uh, so I, I went through the Institute of Nutritional Leadership with Dr. Josh Axe, who was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and during that time is when I learned about keto and I was like, wow, this sounds like not healthy or anything that I've ever <laughs> learned about before. Right. But, you know, like the rebel in me is like, let's turn nutrition upside down and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, you know, I, I researched it more and just totally became obsessed with it. And I had this group of clients who, you know, no matter how, how many, you know, how far they cut their calories, how hard they worked out, you know, nothing was working for them anymore. They were totally stalled. So I approached them and I was like, listen, I am either going to totally heal you and help you drop weight, or I'm going to make you super fat. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, but would you be interested in doing this with me? Um, and they said, yes. And so, you know, it just kind of, guided them based on what I knew. And like over the course of eight weeks, these women were losing close to 20 pounds after having been, after having been stalled for so long. And, and I, you know, weight was never kind of my issue because I was crazy about working out. Mm -hmm. Um, but for me, I just felt so much better. Like I wasn't crashing every day at 3 PM and, and I felt like I had the energy to take care of two, sometimes three kids. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was like, Oh, so this is pretty cool. I think I'm onto something. Uh, and I just kept tweaking and tweaking and, you know, coaching some more clients through programs. And I put together this seven week ketogenic living 101 program and, and an eight week 102 program. And, and then I collaborated with, uh, you know, some doctor friends of mine, some other fitness pros, mm-hmm. and we created the, the coach certification program to help other people who are keto, mostly keto enthusiasts, Mm -hmm. um, help other people adopt this awesome fat-fueled lifestyle. Yeah, that is, that's awesome. So, wow. Yeah, so you said a lot of things in there that I definitely, that resonate with me, and I'm like, yep, that's exactly right. Like, (laughs) 
And your path seems very similar to mine. I, and I don't know, maybe yours is, is a little bit different, but I had, um, you had said that you didn't really need to lose the weight because you had worked out so much that you, it was kind of the same thing with me. I had never really, um, I didn't, I guess what I should say is it wasn't that I didn't need to lose weight. I actually didn't realize I needed to lose weight Yeah, because I, I totally get that, you know, because I felt like, well, I'm still in X size and that's mm-hmm. like, I mean, I'm, that's fine. I've had all these babies and I'm still this size and I'm fine. And, but like you said, to maintain that I had worked out like crazy. I mean, I would, like you said, I would go to early morning spin classes. I would spend for an hour. Then I would go, you know, run on the stair mill for an hour or whatever. I mean, I would be, or I'd go take another class. And so I, I would be at the gym like two hours a day uh, at the height of my insanity, two, two and a half hours, working out two, two and a half hours. And then I would finish, you know, at one point I was like kind of in maintenance mode and thought, well, I can get away with an hour to an hour and a half every day. So I'll just do that. And, you know, in the meantime, wrecking my hormones, my adrenals, you know, but didn't realize what I was doing to myself necessarily. But I didn't feel like I had weight I had to lose because I, I was a, you know, a certain size. I'd stayed within what I considered to be acceptable for myself, right? Mm-hmm. But then it wasn't until I started, like you're saying, that I, I started keto and and the inflammation started going away. Mm-hmm. And I realized yeah. like how swollen I was and how like everything, I had had chronic hip flexor issues and had been to numerous um, chiropractors and, and, um, different, just different specialists that are like, you know, basically you've got tendonitis, you're, it's going to turn into bursitis. Uh, you know, it's just the way it's going to be. So you need to stop doing all these things you're doing. And if you don't, once it's bursitis, you're done. Like there's nothing we can do about it short of like surgery. And there's really no surgery we can do to fix it and all this kind of had shoulder issues and the hip issues had gone into knee pain and which had ended up, I had plantar fasciitis and both feet. And, you know, I'd get up in the morning and have to walk on the side of my feet because I just couldn't put any pressure on them. I mean, crazy stuff that it sounds like, you know, right, sure, keto cured it, but I didn't do anything else other than switch to a ketogenic diet. And isn't that crazy? It's like, we, we know that the root of because we're again we're looking at root causes here right, right? not just symptoms and right. things um but isn't it crazy like we know the root cause of most things is inflammation toxicity yes. all those things both of those things diet related yes. what you're putting into yeah oh my gosh absolutely but I, I i love too that you're like this is it's my lifestyle but i also make other decisions sometimes because i'm the same way and i feel like you know okay i love keto it's totally my lifestyle I've built a business from it. I've made some amazing connections and everything. But, like, I am going to go off track sometimes. And the idea, I've let go of that idea of, like, having to be, quote, unquote, perfect all the time because it's exhausting. And, like, I got little people in my life that require all my time and energy. So that's where, if I'm going to focus on being perfect anywhere, it's going to be there. And I'm so far from being, like, perfect (laughs) mom. Right. I feel like I lose it daily. Well, we all do, right? I mean, we all do. And so you're talking about the kids. So how do you handle that with being a keto mom and having these little ones? Like, do you 
have them be keto as well? Do you, you know, how do you handle that? Listen, I do my best, but like there are, we still have mac and cheese in the house that they love. It's like organic. So it makes me feel slightly better. Right. Um, (laughs) You know, there's still cereal on busy days. I wish I could say that, you know, we were great in that area too, but you know, honestly, I make a lot of, a, a lot of different foods like on the weekends when we have a little bit more time yeah um and some of the things they really love and and some of the other things are just like yeah I'm I'm not eating that I still I have not found a mac and cheese recipe that they will actually eat yeah you know I just haven't found one and um you know their kids thank god you know they're healthy they don't have any sort of things that prevent them from eating certain foods right um and you know what they go to birthday parties they eat pizza they eat cupcakes Mm -hmm. they eat ice cream um, you know, those things are kind of like treats. Now they're actually pretty good. You know, a lot of times when they ask for like dessert, what they mean is a piece of fruit. Right. Um, and they eat tons of fruit, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, when I'm packing their lunches for school, I pack like, you know, like turkey and cheese roll ups, um, yeah. some macadamia nuts and almonds. Cause they're not, they're not in a nut free school. Mm-hmm. Um, and some berries. And they're, that's good. I mean, they, that sure. totally gets them through the day. Dinners at my house are usually really simple. It's like a protein that we cooked in the Instant Pot. They usually choose um, cucumbers as their vegetable. Mm. Um, and that's it. I mean, we, we roll like it. That's how we roll. I think Super that's, simple. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, they just, they're kids and we just roll with it. You know, we just try to educate, lead by example. Yeah. And leave it there. Yeah. Exactly. 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 That we're just all, I think, in this space, like doing our best. Um, you know, <laughs> the pictures that I post of my kids on social are like, you know, when they're like cute and smiling and stuff. Because I'm like, oh my god, I gotta capture this moment quickly. <laughs> so then, like, you know, five seconds later, there's like crap everywhere. There's stuff on the floor. They don't like something that I've made. They're not sharing a toy. I mean, they're actually pretty cool, but you right, know, like that's how. That's just how it is. So. Um, if there are moms out there that are listening that are like, oh my gosh, like I wish that I had it all together. Like I see some of my friends, your friends don't have it all together. Yes. No one does. Totally We're just all agree. trying to really figure it out and keep our sanity and, you know, raise like awesome little humans who will hopefully be good in the world. Yes, I totally agree. I think that's a great point. Nobody has it all together. And I think, you know, through social media, we are able to watch people and um which I think some of that is is good to you know aspire to do things or um you know maybe eat a certain way if it's keto you look at people's plates and think oh that's great you know I want to do that but I think the the problem is the comparison right I mean that's oh yeah is the death of 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 us being um satisfied right I mean we then we start thinking, okay, well, they're posting all these things. This is their life, and this is how great they've, you know, they're doing, and how wonderful they've got everything together. And not realizing that, I mean, come on, guys, we're not posting. We're not going to post the kid throwing the temper tantrum, right. <laughs> or when we finally are like, okay, fine, I'll just make the mac and cheese. <laughs> oh, I totally. mean, you know, I mean, we're not posting that stuff because who really what? Like, I have enough of that in my life. I don't want to watch it on somebody else's feed. I want to be inspired, but we, you know, so just understanding that it's for inspiration. It's not, this is not what we post because it's all there is. There are a lot of bad moments. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We just, 
again, we're just all trying to like figure it out, capture the good moments so that we can remember, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> between the eye rolls and the door slamming and the stopping of the feet. And, you know, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you're, okay, so tell me about your coaching and um, how you're doing that. Like how, kind of walk me through a little bit of that and, and how you work with people through that. Yeah, so um, I actually have moved from running group programs, and I'm referring all of my group coaching clients um, over to some of the pros that I personally mentored, uh -huh. um, and I'm, I'm now really just working with, with one on one clients. I really like that, you know, and, and I'm sure you can you can relate, Jessica, mm -hmm. with your biz. Like, it's just so nice to, to guide people one on one through a journey, um, yeah. and really ask a lot of those questions that chip away to find root causes of, of not only health issues, but like emotions around eating and around food and, and around lifestyle and body movement, I think are really, really interesting. So, um, I really like, and you can, in my experience, you can really get that when you're working with people more one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. Um, so I really like that, that piece of it. Um, and then on, on the certified coach side, it's, you know, it's a program that's all done online. Um, people are able to go through these course modules at their own pace. Um, and the workbooks that are included in each module are not business prep. They're not um, test prep. They're business prep. Like how to, you know, start thinking about yourself and your own journey. And, you know, it, it, as you write all this stuff out, you're, you end up writing your blog and finding, you know, that soulmate client. Um, you know, that you can help the most in your, in your life and that will make you feel the most fulfilled. Um, mm -hmm. some of those, and then, you know, once people complete that certification, they, they get their certificate of completion. Our program's approved for, um, continuing education credits through NASM, AFA, and CanFitPro. Those are some of the fitness and nutrition governing bodies uh -huh. that people are like certified personal trainers or fitness instructors through. Um, they're in our private Facebook community which I love all those people. They're so amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and then they, they gain access to all of the, all of the programs that I've ever created or ever will create. Um, and all the marketing materials I've created and, you know, email templates, client intake forms, things like that. Um, I do work with some people in that program one-on-one -on, -one on more of like business mentorship. So we spend 12 weeks together um, on with, business, you know, coaching, even though I hate to say that, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, um, right. Like business mentoring, we create and set up their websites and develop their brand. Um, in, in a lot of these cases, we end up creating um, their own program. It's really awesome. I, I, I'm so very blessed to work with some really cool clients. Um, some have, you know, they, they want to go out and speak to like the veteran community, mm. um, which is really amazing. Some I've got some that are, um, that got like a, a kitchen co-op and now they're creating meals for clients mm. and it's super cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of good being done, I think, um, in our community, um, and just wanting to, wanting to help people just, just pull back the shades of, again, like what we've all been told for so long and say like, actually, like that's not right. And you really don't need to be thinking about food all the time. You don't need to be eating all the time. You can let your body rest and digest and still feel full and, you know, fight disease and feel amazing with just food, with just food. 
Right. Absolutely. It is. I think that's the biggest, um, you know, paradigm shift for people mm-hmm. is it is it is really difficult to get. I feel like the the and I and I want to talk to you about this too. But for me, I, my workout philosophy has changed a lot since oh, yeah. you know getting getting to the root, understanding how much what we eat affects everything. It has definitely shifted my exercise um, and kind of fitness uh, thoughts. But but um, I think it's so interesting to help people kind of get over those hurdles of what we were talking about before, like realizing that you not only is six meals a day not optimal for nearly anyone, but it's it's really the reasons why it's not optimal. And Helping yeah. people to understand why our six to eleven servings of grains per day per the USDA food pyramid is a sham, and you know, just helping people to understand what's going on um, physiologically and why those things, um, you know, why changing those things matter, and that, like you were saying, the one-on-one, I think that is a really um, valuable way to help someone understand that. Um, so we're able to spend a little more time with them, talking them through those things, um, kind of more personalizing an approach for them, and then they start seeing the changes and feeling the changes, and I, I think it really starts to help make that paradigm shift easier for them. Oh, um, yeah. Because that's 100%. a huge hurdle. So yeah. how do you feel about, talk to me about uh, your exercise um, kind of regimen, or how do you work with clients in that realm in addition to their nutrition? You know what? I mean, my little one just came in and out. <laughs> um, well, I, the first thing to do is just, like, meet them where they are. Yeah. Um, and some, it's the couch, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. So um, just incorporating some daily movement, walking 10 to 20 minutes a day, preferably outside, yes. is really going to help. That vitamin D, getting the, or, you know, going barefoot and connecting with the ground, earthing, yes. like that's so super important. Um, I I like HIIT workouts, the high-intensity intervals, uh-huh. um, for people that are able to do them um, mm-hmm. because it's fast, it's efficient, it's great at burning fat, but mm-hmm. like... I certainly don't teach 14 classes a week anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and at this point, like I kind of retired from teaching spin and I just sub whenever, you know, it's convenient for me or I've come right. up with a really cool new playlist and I can play <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, I like 15 to 20 minutes per day for me at this point is like my maximum. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love coaching people and just using their body for equipment so we do a lot of like body weight workouts things that they can do at home most of the people that I work with are not going to the gym right it's you know they're super intimidated they don't know what to do when they're there and quite frankly if we're just using like body weight and just getting their body moving they don't need to go to the gym they can have like a small space in their house and that works great for squats lunges push-ups sit-ups we're all good Yes, I love that. I totally agree with you. I have the exact same philosophy, and that's what I do myself. I mean, I'm, I'll do HIT training, um, or I'll do I do I have a <clears throat> an app on my phone that um, I have a, a few different HIT sessions set up in there, or some Tabata, and I'll do that type of thing. And I don't step foot in the gym ever anymore. <laughs> no. You know? Yeah. And, and I, I love, you, I definitely do the same thing that you're talking about with clients, with just the walking, you know, 10, 20 minutes a day. If you can just get outside 
and walk 10 to 20 minutes. Yep. Oh my gosh. Totally changes. Totally changes your mood. It just changes everything. Yes. Um, and like, I'm not a runner. I can be on a bike forever, but mm-hmm. if you see me running more than a 5k, you need to run. It's like the <laughs> apocalypse. It's totally right. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> I, I used to be not anymore. And they, and the hit training, I agree. I love that so much. And I feel like most people can get to at least some version of a hit session. Yeah. And, and I think that's, it's really, it's really good. It's a really good way to, <clears throat> to work out. It's a great way to burn up those glycogen stores and get into some fat burning Absolutely. And quickly, you know? And we can just, I mean, like hit a hit workout can be something as simple as, you know, starting off with jumping jacks, you know, 30 mm-hmm. seconds on with a 10 second break or something, uh-huh. for, you know, two minutes moving into high knees, some squats, pushups, crunches. That's Oh yeah, you can do that circuit for 15 minutes. You just got an amazing workout. Absolutely. Oh yeah. And you'll feel, you'll feel it. I mean, it's going to, you'll feel it as much as if you just went to the gym and worked out for an hour. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. And you just did it at home with your body weight in 15 minutes. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that advice. That's great. So, um, we're, we're about running out of time here. I don't want to keep you too long, but I want to ask you just on a personal level, if you can kind of tell people what your, you know, what does your day look like? What's your routine look like when you get up in the morning? Cause you're a mom, you've got small kids and you know, what, how are you eating? Like, how are you getting through your keto lifestyle every day? You know, now that we're going back to school, there is a little bit more of a routine. It's funny because by the end of the school year, I'm ready for no routine. I'm ready for that break of just being able to sleep in and chill. Yes. Um, but now I'm, like, ready for that routine. <laughs> right. I think they are, too. Um, but, you know, okay, I, this is what my ideal day looks like. How often it happens? Meh. Maybe I need to be <laughs> a little bit more, like, diligent about that. But, you know, I'll wake up naturally, like, around 6 a.m. Um, and just do, like, a little mini gratitude practice. And mm-hmm. that could be, like, literally still laying in bed thinking of five to 10 things that I'm super grateful for that day before mm-hmm. I get up and start the day. Right. Um, my husband's usually up and walking the dog. Um, I may be, I might be making coffee for us and around six thirty AM I start getting the girls up and ready for school. Um, you know, brushing teeth, getting them changed, getting them downstairs, feeding them breakfast. You know, ideally it would be like a keto waffle. Realistically, it's usually a bowl of cereal. Um, Mm -hmm. and getting them off. I drop them off at school. By the time, you know, I'm home, um, I'm really getting to like work on the computer. Um, I will then take a break after about 45 minutes to an hour. And then I do my own workout. So again, 15 to 20 minutes and I'm done. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll do like a quick shower, come downstairs and then have some like bulletproof coffee. So I make mine with a tablespoon of butter, a tablespoon of MCT oil and a scoop of collagen. Um, and that's kind of, that carries me through and I'm, you know, again, sitting at my computer on the phone working until maybe like, I don't know, two and I might grab something small, like a quarter cup of pecans or something like that. Um, before I got to go get the girls, um, and I'll bring them back home. We hang out for a little bit doing homework and things. Um, and then, you know, Oh, you know what? I shower them every time they get home from school because they've got all kinds of weird icky things on them. (laughs) Um, so we shower, you know, hang out, I feed them dinner. Um, 
And then, you know, that's, I'll sit down and eat with them too. My husband actually usually doesn't get home from work until late. So he doesn't really do dinner with us. So it's kind of just the three of us on our own. Uh Um, and they chill for a little bit. I go up to bed with them around seven 30. We do this like cute little meditation. Um, it's a guided meditation from insight timer, which is a free app Mm -hmm. every night. They go to sleep. I come back downstairs, you know, I hang out with my husband for a few minutes and then I'm doing a little bit more work before I go to bed. That's a day. (laughs) Okay. Yep. That's, that sounds like a full day too. You are a busy mama. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. Like weekends I sleep in. Oh, okay. So what's sleeping into you on the weekends? Um, on Saturdays, usually like eight. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Sundays, Sometimes I can sleep until like 10 and it's glorious. Mass <laughs> is at like 10.30, so I'm like rolling out of bed, heading to church. And it, you know, God says, come as you are. I'm like, I'm here. <laughs> that's, Brush my teeth. that's so funny. I um, Yeah, with little ones, your sleep in becomes a whole different thing, right? Like we used oh to sleep in was like 11 o'clock and now sleeping in is like, I made it till 8. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one paid the bed. Right. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, that's awesome. I appreciate all of your honesty and um, just kind of giving everybody like a realistic look at a keto lifestyle. And it, you know, it's not about perfection. It's about doing the best we can. Yeah. And And just making it work for our crazy lifestyle, however you can fit it in there. Yep. Because it's, you know, part of this is, um, not stress. You know, we need to, we need to eliminate stress. And Mm -hmm. if you're starting something like this keto lifestyle, you feel like, man, I can, I want to do this. I'm going to get healthy, but then you're just stressed out all the time about everything. And you're, you know, mad at yourself all the time because you gave in and had that cookie or whatever that, that creates way more issue than the cookie created. (laughs) So, yeah, you know, So just giving yourself a break and and, um, just doing the best you can, I think that's a great message, and I appreciate you sharing that with us today. Oh, my pleasure. It's been so great chatting with you. Yeah. (laughs) That we can just be, like, real and honest. I know. I love it. So tell tell everybody where they can find out more information about you and about Ketogenic Living 101 and kind of all that type of thing. Yeah. So the best place to go is my website. It's ketogeniclivinging101.com. From there, you know, you can download some free guides, recipes that are easy and delicious that your kids might even like um, <laughs> if you all want to get started on this journey together. That's the best way. And I'm a, I'm on Instagram. It's at Keto Living Kate. You can, you know, say hi to me there. You can see my cute kids and all the <laughs> things that we uh, we post during our happy times. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kate, for being on here. And I will make sure to put a link to everything in the show notes. So, um, listeners, you can find out more about Kate if you enjoyed hearing what she had to say today. And I'm sure that you did because I think in a world full of people that we watch and sometimes feeling like they're trying to make it look like they have it all together, it's nice to know that there are people out there that know that they don't. And <laughs> and they still realize, like you, that you have so much to offer to other people. And I love yeah, that. Yeah, totally. Thank you so, so, so much for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for being on here. We'll talk soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Keto Lifestyle Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed what we shared with you today and are looking forward to the next episode. 